Hello and welcome to night number 19 of 31 Nights of Frights, year 2, the sequel. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. So in the last of the original Critters films, it finally brought us to 1992's Critters 4. So before we get into Critters 4 too much, I want to go and say about the stuff that followed Critters 4, Critters A New Binge, and Critters Attack. I did cover both of those on Adam Analyzes, so just go back and listen to those if you want a complete series rundown of Critters. Since I did cover those two other ones there, I did not want to tread old ground because I don't think I have anything else to say about the two sequels that followed Critters 4. But with that said, let's get into Critters 4. Critters 4 was another direct-to-video release from New Line Cinema, this time directed by Rupert Harvey, who I'm not familiar with his work, just like the director of Critters 3, Christine Peterson. The plot of Critters 4 follows directly on the ending for Critters 3, which involved Charlie, played by Don Keith Opper. He was cryogenically frozen at the end of it, and he was not allowed to kill the last of the critter's eggs because it was the last of the species, Ugg, the bounty hunter from the first two Critters films who only made a cameo appearance in Critters 3. Well, he also shows up here a little bit in Critters 4. So basically, Charlie is floating around in space for about a hundred years, I believe. I believe it was a hundred years, I forget completely on it. But he was frozen in space, picked up by a crew on a ship. So Critters 4 is a strictly set-in-space entry in the Critters series. Also, this one is notable for not having very many Critters in it at all. I do enjoy what they did here. It definitely looks a little bit higher budget, I think, than what Critters 3 was. But it definitely has that 90s spaceship look, which was in, I guess, Leprechaun 4 in space. You had Event Horizon. They all share a similar look of what the ship looks like. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I just generally don't care for things that are set in space like that. I would say even what the fourth Hellraiser film had a similar look to it as well. They all kind of just look the same. I guess that's why I maybe don't care for them. I don't know. One of the best things this movie has going for it is definitely the cast. We have Angela Bassett and also Brad Dourif making an appearance here. For those of you who do not know, Brad Dourif was in Child's Play. He was Charles Lee Ray as well as the voice of Chucky. And Angela Bassett has moved on to bigger and better things as well. And we also get Leo Johnson from Twin Peaks. No, that's not really the actor's name. Eric DeRay is his real name. However, it was cool to see him here in the movie. I think that's quite possibly one of the best things about Critters 4 is the fact that with the casting that we have here in the movie, it feels like the series is on the right track to making a very entertaining space movie with the Critters on board, as well as getting Charlie back. 
I really enjoyed Charlie's character from the first two Critters films. It was sad to see him go uncredited in the Critters 3 sequel. And here we got him back in an actual role. It's kind of cool as far as his arc throughout the series because you have Charlie who was the town drunk who was always saying about aliens and such and he actually made something of himself because he was born to be a bounty hunter. Yes, it's silly. However, I like the fact that he went from the town laughingstock and town drunk to being an actual legit hero. And it's kind of cool to see that arc play out throughout the series. It doesn't provide a fitting end to the Critters series at all. And I do know that they did plan originally on doing a Critters 5 I did see at one point in time some promo art that New Line Cinema was shopping around, but it was never pursued. I forget why this never happened, but I would have actually liked to have seen a continuation of this story as opposed to what we got with Critters A New Binge and Critters Attack. So on the actual movie itself, it is fun to see the cast and everything here. And the movie itself isn't exactly bad. It's just you only get the critters to show up within like the last 20 minutes of the movie. And that's not why we're watching a critters film. And one of the more interesting twists that the story takes is the fact that the character of Ugg went from being the hero to being the villain. And sure, that's a spoiler here. But if you haven't seen it, I don't know if you're going to watch it now. So I think I'm pretty safe as far as any kind of spoilers here. But yeah, we have somebody that we thought was the good guy. He winds up being the bad guy here in Critters 4. And it makes for an interesting story turn. It also makes it that the sequel is actually better than what people give it credit for. I think Critters 4 is actually better than number 3 in a lot of ways, but doesn't quite equal the first two as far as fun because there's not a lot of fun things that actually occur in this movie. I do think that Critters 4 does suffer from some of the direct-to-video cheap feel as well as the generic 90s spaceship feel. However, it's not a half-bad movie on its own. The only real sin that Critters 4 commits to the series is the fact that it's not a fun movie. But maybe that's not the worst thing in the world, that it doesn't try to replicate the first two films like the third movie tried to do, and it wound up failing. Instead, the movie took a super hard turn to trying to do something different. And while it's not entirely successful, it's actually not entirely bad either. I was surprised with re-watching Critters 4. I actually enjoyed it more than what I remembered, and it was kind of a welcome surprise for me. So if I'm going to do the series rundown here of 1 through 4, obviously the first two are tops. I think the third is probably the worst, and I think the fourth one probably would be after the first two. But that's not to say that each one doesn't have something that is worthwhile viewing. So I do recommend seeing the first four Critters films taken as a whole and taken that they were B-movies that aspired to be B-movies and 
never really tried to branch out from that so i think it's a good thing if you haven't seen the first four critters films definitely check them out and if you're curious on my thoughts on the other ones again just go back to adam analyzes and i have my thoughts on both of those films but with that being said i'm going to close out tonight's episode as a reminder you can find me on twitter and instagram at adam underscore analyzes and also my webpage adamanalyzes.com we do still have our contest running ends october 30th all you got to do is just look for the picture on the inner honest opinion or adam analyzes instagram and tag two friends on the photos it's that easy you can win yourself a sweet copy of creep show collector's edition on blu-ray this is the shout factory release no this is not a shout factory sponsored contest this is just something that i want to do for my listeners so again good luck on that and good night